This is the Servers Radio Network. Welcome to this edition of Servers Journey with Rocky DeStefano. Thanks, Larry. The premise of this show, as always, is that everyone is leading something or somebody. Whether you're a parent leading your family or a coach leading a team, whether you're a team member leading a few or a CEO leading an organization, all of us are on a path of being a leader. And that's why we call this A Server's Journey. Well, this is going to be a special bonus edition of A Server's Journey. I like that. I thought it might be a good idea to go back and review a little of what we have shared and learned while doing this A Server's Journey. And it's time to examine us a little bit and where, you know, like where we started and to remember what some of our guests have shared with us. Yeah, we've had some amazing guests on the show already, and we're looking forward to a lot um, even a lot more in the future. But, you know, I also want to mention, Larry, I've, I had two kind of weird things happen. First of all, we had the opportunity to speak to the Lay Leadership Summit of the Lutheran Church, uh, which brought together lay leaders and volunteers, and the goal was to help equip them with serving. And we did that back in August. Mm-hmm. That, that was the first kind of a odd thing that I've never really done. And um, the but second was the journey's getting us there. Yeah. And then the second was, and this was very odd is I found myself on a, on a campus um, in a library and I was trying my best to be invisible. And it was just doing some work while I was waiting for um, the person who I was going to meet at, at, at the library. And I noticed this young lady who kept staring at me um, and that's very rare. I can tell you if anybody's seen my picture on the okay, on the website. Trish, yeah. he's okay. <clears throat> but anyway, so uh, but I I definitely knew that she was staring at me, and so finally I got up to leave, and she approached me and said, "Are you from the Server's Journey podcast?" And it floored me. Oh wow! So I've never been recognized in public for anything other than Chick Fil A. So that was a, a very weird thing, but. I definitely want to thank people for listening. I want to thank people for asking us to speak. And uh, we really want to thank people for the reviews that we keep getting. Yeah, we keep getting reviews. Can you share one of those? Yeah. So this is written by a young gentleman who sounds uh, very conservative. Hmm. And this is from B. Woods 88. And he says, get the notepad out. If you're leading any group or organization, this podcast will help you. So that's it. Thank you very much, B. Woods. But that's that's where we wanted to be, right? That's exactly it. That, oh, that's our sweet spot. Okay, to start with, I know you have a favorite segment here on yes, I do. A, a Server's Journey, and it's called Epic Moments in Leadership. It makes my heart flutter every time, Larry. <laughs> so, first of all, we just wanted to let everybody know that we found this information, as we find a lot of our information, on the American Express Small Business Open Forum. Okay. And this is about IBM. Um, and IBM... It, they, small company. Oh, yeah, very small. But, you know, at the, at the time when the idea of business blogging was brand new, and honestly, a lot of companies feared it, IBM actually encouraged their 320,000 employees to start company blogs. Wow. Well, IBM leadership drafted a corporate blogging policy yep. that encouraged their employees to be themselves. To speak in the first person and to respect their coworkers. Yeah. And you know what? The result, it was a marketing bonanza for IBM. Their company blogs are some of the most trusted technology blogs, and they generate an absolute ton of page views and links back to IBM. 
So instead of fearing the new technology, IBM decided to embrace it, and they made their customers and their employees very happy. Oh, that's that's a good story to talk that, about. That's exactly it. And, and you know, when you talk about IBM and the new technology, I don't know if you remember watching their commercial IBM commercials for small computers. And this is when they use Charlie Chaplin yes. skating around, yeah. yep. you know, and I had no concept on what they were talking about. And now they lead the way on so many ideas. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Well, and again, and they really led the way on showing us what kind of leadership to have and what kind of leader to be. Yeah. So that's our epic moment in leadership, Larry. Okay. Well, you know, I know you like to write some personal stories. And we've shared two of them already. So today, I thought it'd be a good idea to hear another one of your stories called My Hero. Do you remember the moment that you realized your parents were not immortal? It seems funny now, but I remember feeling that my parents were invincible that they were stronger than life itself, and that they would always be there. I never wondered whose dad would beat up whose, because my parents were larger than life. But I remember distinctly the day I realized it was not true. I was almost asleep that night, just after my 10th birthday, when I realized that all of us are finite. My grandfather had just passed on, and in that moment, between sleep and wakefulness, it dawned on me, my parents would not live forever either. I still remember crawling out of bed and sneaking into their room just to check and make sure they were all right. I sat and watched as their chest rose up and down with their breathing. My parents were not extraordinary. They didn't write symphonies or bestsellers. They were not famous. They were just normal people, blue-collar and consistent. But to me, they were my world. They were hard-working, honest, caring, and disciplined. Josephine and Rico ran a tight ship, and there was no doubt who was in charge. And they taught me many of the life lessons that I still use today. My dad taught me about loyalty and friendship, while my mom encouraged me to never give up, and about the idea of total sacrificial love. I remember one night when I was having trouble with homework, and exasperated, I threw my book across the room in anger and wanted to quit. My mom patiently picked up the book, took my hand in hers, and whispered something I am sure her mother told her years before, half in English and half in Italian. Strengthen yourself. Anything we do is worth doing well. I still say that to my kids today, and my words will someday be repeated to their children. In those repetitive words, my mother will live on forever. I don't know why, but that thought is so comforting to me. My mother was diagnosed with Parkinson's. I remember the phone call from my sister. They think it's Parkinson's, she said. And then, Dad's not handling it very well. I have to admit it threw me for a loop for a while. I hate that my mom may suffer. I hate the way that the disease can rob you of your movements. And more than anything, I will hate the feeling of hopelessness and helplessness that I will have. I hate that again mortality is slapping me across the face. This wonderful woman, who is always there to help me, will be beyond my ability to help. I know that she's in God's hands now, 
but I find comfort in that somehow. After all, great thinkers have grappled with the question of pain for ages. So when I feel like screaming, why my mom or why us, I temper it with the thought, why not us? What makes us any more worthy of a life without struggles? Would it be better if this happened to somebody else? And mostly, I'm reminded of the story of Job, written over 3,000 years ago. A man who had everything life had to offer, but who systematically lost everything, his fortune, his flock, and even his children. Even his wife told him to curse God and die. His beautiful response to her was moving. Shall I accept good from God and not trouble? Actually, Job did say his wife was talking like a foolish woman, but my wife may listen to this, so I'm going to leave that part out. Job's response was truth, plain, simple truth. Sometimes in life it rains. Sometimes it rains hard. I think all of us are judged by how we handle it. So someday, when things are rough, I will hold my mother's hands in mine. I will smile at her and I will whisper quietly to her, Strengthen yourself. I will lean down and pick up what she has dropped and whisper, Anything worth doing is worth doing well. And I will remind her that life is still worth doing well and that we all will get through this. And most importantly, I will remind her and myself that God is still God and that he tells us in Psalms 27.1 that the Lord is my light and my salvation in whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life in whom will I be afraid? And though we will both be afraid, we will pray and we will hold on to God's plain and simple truth. And in that moment, we will open an umbrella against the downpour. I can tell you that... uh, that story was something that is near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loves their mom, for sure. And uh, my mother is still uh, alive and doing well. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, that story was written 12 years ago, and she <sighs> continues to fight and battle the disease, but um, she's doing better than any of us expected. Well, that is fantastic. You know, if you'd like to see a copy of that story, it's posted on our website, A Server's Journey. And, you know, speaking of a server's journey, the website. You know, I know we partnered with ACS Creative yep. in developing that website. And when it comes to creating a website, it pays to go to the pros. Yeah, they do brochures and logos. They'll do direct mail, ad campaigns, and websites. So if you are a company uh, and you're looking for another company to help you build the backside of your podcast or to help build your business, I can tell you we went to ACS Creative. And they are wonderful, and they do not play games with your money. Well, the website just keeps getting better and better each week. Yeah. We want to thank ACS Creative, and also we really want to thank Isabella, our media and communications coordinator, too, because together they're a powerful team. What a team, yeah. And if you want to contact ACS Creative right there on the website, it's ACS Creative. Very, very hard. And you, Well, if you, don't, if you don't put creative on there, you go to somewhere else. So that's the one thing. But it's ACS Creative. Well, it's time to start our review. Now, uh, this is personal. When did you start this journey of a server's journey? 
So, um, it, I mean, wait, when did you really start? Yeah, so, you know, for me, uh, uh, my leadership journey started back in the early 90s. Um, and I, I think I learned a lot. First 10 years of my career were very rough because I was not quick to adjust and change. But I started um, having success and seeing, um, learning, I think, the right way to lead really starting in the early 2000s, and I've had my greatest success since then. And so that's really was the start. But the start of the podcast, uh, we started thinking in January that there was a better way to communicate. At first, we meant this to be a, a post or a podcast that would really be internally used in our restaurant, but people began to listen. Mm-hmm. And so our first podcast started... April 26th, and we haven't looked back since. No. And uh, well, what made you think that it would work beyond just the restaurant business? Yeah, you know, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that uh, we put so much effort and so much of our time into work. We talked about it before, Larry, that one third of our life is spent working and um, work satisfaction or dissatisfaction can either lead to a healthier you or an unhealthy you. And I just started really looking at the feeling of well-being, the feeling of worth that people were getting or not getting from their uh, jobs. And um, I realized by looking around that there was a whole lot more companies not meeting those needs that people are desperate to have filled. Hmm. And so that was uh, the reason to expand the podcast. Now, personally... How do you balance the work load that you have and your family life? Because I see pictures of you and your family all over the place. So how do you balance that? How do you work that out? Yeah, it's it's tough, and um, I've definitely gotten better as I've gotten older. Um, I think the biggest thing is understanding what is critical and what is non-critical. And I think that when I first started my career, everything was critical. Every little um, issue or every fire that that started was critical, um, and it just wasn't true. So I think a lot of it um, has to do with prioritizing um, and understanding what is truly something that only you can handle, and what is something that anybody or other people can handle, and being willing to delegate that out. But even to this day, um, I'm a quality time more than a quantity of time mm. with my um, with my wife and my daughters. I wish we could spend more time together, but I try to make the time we do spend more meaningful, and that's doing things that they like, like 21 Pilot concerts or Broadway musicals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Two nights in a row, you were doing big concerts. Yes. In fact, I Larry went to uh, a Broadway musical with me the other night. So yes, I'm going to mention- very proud of him. I was going to mention that later. Oh, okay, well then, we'll wait. Okay. Hey, you know, I've been fascinated by the guests that you've been able to talk to. Yeah, we've had some great guests. You know, I like the way you, you have a conversation. It's not like someone's dictating. Yeah. But you've noted with people that are noted leaders and people that have gone through some major struggles, and they still come out serving and leading. Yeah. So. Yeah. What are some of the examples or some of the people that you've talked to that you would like to share? Well, I can tell you that all the people we've had on the show are people that have either, you know, really touched me or touched Larry in some way um, and people that we really respect. We haven't had a person on our show that 
I wouldn't want to grab a drink with, to be quite honest with you. So, for instance, Mark Miller, and, you know, he's one of the brightest minds. Uh, he really talks a lot about how to acquire talent and even more importantly, how to make uh, your organization resonate within uh, them and, and kind of really make them feel like they're part of something great. They want an organization that's trying to make a difference. They want to make a difference, and they see this as a uh, an extension in some ways of, of themselves. They're, they're looking for an organization and even a brand that they can have some personal resonance with. And then Deanne Turner, and, you know, Deanne shared a lot. You know, I think most importantly, she shared about how to build a winning culture and um, how to create a mission statement that really um, guides your people. But she also had some real wisdom around uh, whether to be nice or kind. Well, I think we have a choice to be nice or kind. And nice sometimes is just telling things to people because that's what they want to hear. Right. And kindness is when we tell them the truth. And, and so a lot of other um, lessons around that um, statement is things like, it's kindness to refuse immediately what you eventually intend to deny. Another great quote. Yeah, I learned that from President, our former Chick-fil-A president, Jimmy Collins. In fact, that was he, he uh, instilled that so much in me, especially in making hiring decisions, because... Wasn't it disappointing to someone if you dragged them along through an entire interviewing process? And this used to happen at times that sure. people would, it would stretch out for five or six months and then to be told no. And that wasn't a very kind thing at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of my favorite guests of all times, Patrick Lencioni. You know, Patrick, and I, I, I always shudder when I say this, but he's a man crush for sure. He's the real deal. And uh, his books delve into how to help your employees become engaged and also how to help your employees feel valued. And he is a well-known author. He's sold millions yeah, millions of books, and I think he's written over 11 or 12 books. If a person is hungry and smart, so they're really driven and they're really smart, but they're not humble, that's the most dangerous kind because that's what we call the skillful politician. Yeah. That's the person who who knows how to fake it, but they really are not humble. And you just don't want those in your store, or in your organization. Yeah. Because they will usually, by the time you figure out what's going on, there's usually a trail of dead bodies behind them. Yeah. And it creates real. So when you interview, the first thing we should always go for is humility. Because but this, cause the skillful politician, they destroy organizations. Now, someone that's had a struggle. Yeah. Well, we had Karen Millsap on. Um, and she uh, has a unique story to tell about losing her husband to a terrible tragedy, but how out of that tragedy um, was birthed a desire to teach empathy in the workplace. And uh, she's another up-and-coming young mind within the industry. We, as a society, have been programmed to turn off our personal when we get to work. That's unrealistic because we're not humans. We're not robots. Excuse me. We're human. Right. So there is no switch for you to turn off personal. If I, as I was going through everything I was with my husband and the changes that were happening and, and all of that, I would get to work. And guess what? I wasn't just thinking about work. Yeah. There's no way you could. (laughs) Right. And that's with anything. That's with anything. So what I learned was that there was an opportunity to teach the basic skills and interactions on how to strengthen empathy and compassion at work. And finally, uh, recently, we've had maybe um, 
one of the guests that we spent the most time with, we did a double episode. That's right. You spent yeah. more time with Dan than anybody. Dan Wheeler was uh, truly uh, a, a blessing and a breath of fresh air. His book, The Hurricane of Love, it just gives hope in life's deepest and darkest struggles. So it was a joy to hear him. Look, we're in, uh, you know, there's a lot of years, a lot more years behind us than we have ahead of us. It's Amen. time to go hard for the kingdom. I don't, I don't want to retire to a, the, the golf course. I, I'm terrible at golf anyway, but <laughs> right, right. I, I want to encourage people that your ultimate goal shouldn't be to retire. It shouldn't be to retire to a life of leisure. People come up to me and they say, how's retirement? I'm like, I'm busier than ever. Right. I don't want to retire. I want to use my resources. Now I have uh, the, the opportunity. I have the time to do something and to reach baby boomers and then as baby boomers, we have to reach this next generation. What a plethora of guests have been on the program. I look forward to the insights that are still ahead of us here on a server's journey. Yeah, we are always searching out to find the best and brightest minds in the industry around being a servant leader. And you know, since uh, we've created this program, you made me create a segment called This One or That One. Yeah. And, you know, we started that fun segment when Sean Blackburn was on. Yeah. I was and, trying to uh, trip Sean up. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work. And it turned, he turned it. And then Ed Ruff, when he was on from ACS Creative, he turned the, turned it around and questioned you. But, but I got questions for you. All right, let's go. Marvel or DC? Uh, I would have to say Marvel. Yeah, very Marvel. good. Yeah, so, I think they tell a better story. Yeah, no two ways about it. Yeah. No two ways about it. Personally, I like DC Comics yeah. better. Well, I actually like the characters better in yeah. DC. I just think that they keep messing them up. It, yeah, the, the movies are good, though. Um, the Marvel movies are, are pretty impressive. Marvel Universe is, is really good. Mac or PC? Oh, Mac. So I'm a longtime PC guy. I've now uh, switched over to Mac, and I've wondered why I took so long. That's, uh, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. I've never worked on anything but a Mac. Ever. I have 1984 got things. my first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Less than a Mac, so. So, you know, Star Wars Episode Five or Star Wars Rogue One? Oh. Okay, so my kids would say Rogue One. Yeah. They uh, really enjoy, enjoyed it. But I, I, I would have to always go back to Star episode Wars Episode five. 5. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Although I did enjoy Rogue One better than any of the new releases. Yeah. No well, two ways about the, it. the character development to me was, was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Pretty awesome. Yeah. You live in Orlando, D.C. or Universal? Mm. I'm going to go Universal. Yeah, I'm going to go Universal. I, I, I could see that as well. Yeah. King James or <laughs> NIV? Okay, so I, I actually am an NASB guy now. Really? I've evolved. That changed. You have. But, but the NIV was kind of when I first... Uh, became a Christian, that was kind of like what I cut my teeth on. Mostly out of ignorance. I didn't understand anything that King James was saying. <laughs> and the these and thous. And, you know, I was like, yep. what, the, what the, can we get English, please? You know, yep. and so, but no, NASB is my current favorite, but I like NIV too. Very good. Very good. Petra or Res Band? Oh, so we are really dating ourselves now. We, we are. are yeah, this is bad. So for anybody who's under the age of, um, I don't know, uh, 45, you may have to search. And I I will say, this is worth, it's a good search. Listen to their music. These are two uh, uh, seminal bands in the Christian rock movement. 
Um, I would have to say Resband. Yeah. Although I got to be honest, pretty Petra's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some good music there. No two ways about it. Okay. These next two are probably the hardest. Uh, and, and if you don't need to, if you can't answer, I understand. Barbecue sauce or Chick-fil-A sauce? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Can we marry them to get? No. <laughs> yeah, you, you, uh, so, you know, everybody, you know, the Chick-fil-A sauce is what I know. I also probably know too much about the Chick-fil-A sauce, like how many calories and how much fat is packed <laughs> right, into right, a small right. cup. So I can fool myself by eating barbecue sauce and thinking it's better for me. So I'm going to go barbecue sauce. Okay. And, and I do like, I, I like either a barbecue sauce with a little bit of Caribbean heat, or I like a, a little bit of a spicy kind of like Texas style. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Now, and how about you? Because I know you're yeah, a barbecue I, I, guy. Yeah, I'm a Carolina sauce guy. I mean, I like the vinegar-based ones. Really? Yeah. One, one of the best One of the best is pickle juice, hot hot sauce, like Tabasco, and um, a little bit of red pepper flake. Like, that's, a, that's a killer, simple, yeah. vinegar-based barbecue sauce. Yeah, so Ed and I have spent uh, too much time probably talking about different barbecue sauces yeah, and different yeah, barbecue it, it, restaurants. Yeah. So. A little scary. It's, yeah, it's a and little then, then the last one, Wicked or Hamilton? Yeah, so, okay. So Wicked is Broadway 101. So if, if I'm trying, it, it, Wicked is the gateway drug. If, if I'm trying to get you into Broadway, you know, I'm going to bring you to Wicked because everybody likes Wicked. It's a great story. Yeah. You basically have to have zero soul to not like Wicked. So like Larry, I don't know if Larry's been to a lot of Broadway. I'd probably bring him to Wicked just to get him in. Just to get him warmed up. Um, but Hamilton, first of all, I'm a history nerd like like no other. I, I don't even know how to describe how excited I get. My wife will not take me to a museum because it, it's like a, a day and a half. Of, yeah. you, you better yeah. pack a lunch. Yeah. Um, Hamilton, there are four distinct parts of that show where I have to turn my head so people don't see me crying. If you haven't heard, here are the questions that we've asked, and I think maybe it's time to change this up a little bit. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I think we have to stay fresh. Here. Okay. Well, Elon Musk or uh, Richard Branson were two, and yeah, who I, did you choose? I can't remember. Uh, I think I was um, Elon Musk. Okay. And then Steve Jobs or Bill Gates? Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. You're Because you're a, uh, uh, what do you call it? PC just, guy? No, I just liked um, how uh, much he gives away and how much he cares. And, you know, I am like a Steve Jobs only because of the, the intensity that he had for every product that they built. Yeah. And that, that, that really blew my mind. Then Steven Spielberg or Walt Disney, most people chose Disney, didn't yeah. they? I did, too, mostly because my wife is a Disney girl. Right. But... You know, Spielberg puts out some pretty good products. Of course, he doesn't have his theme parks yet. No, but you never know. But he's in theme parks. Right, so. right. And then Star Wars or Harry Potter? and Yeah, you know, this was the toughest one. I think I chose Star Wars, but mm-hmm. it was kind of an ode to my youth. Right. I really enjoy Harry Potter, too. Do you? Yeah. Did, have you read the books? Yes. You saw the movies? Uh, I've read all the books. I've not seen all the movies. Been to the theme park? I have. And yes. that's pretty well done. That is well done. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, it's too small. Yeah. For well, the zillions of people. Yes. 
Well, and then the last question that you keep asking and telling me about is, is it Broadway or rock and roll? Yeah, and for me, it really is Broadway. I hate I hate to say it because I'm a big rock and roll guy, but Broadway moves me in a way that I didn't think it would. So the other night, you hauled me off to I a did. Broadway show. I did. At the Dr. Phillips Center in Orlando, which is a beautiful new theater, if yeah. you don't know about that. Yeah, you definitely feel classy when you're in there, even if you're not classy. Right. So we we dressed up well. And it was a rendition of Jersey Boys, the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Yeah, and I think you enjoyed it, Larry, because I saw you humming to some of the songs. Oh, man, oh, man. And you know, the amazing thing is, you know, you said there's a movie version, and I think I remember that we tried to watch that one night and didn't even get into it. And I think the stage version would be better than... The movie version. So I have to, I'm trying to find the movie to see if I'm right or wrong about that. The movie was a slower burn, but I I enjoyed the movie too. But I think I will enjoy the movie now that I know the story. Right. And Rocky, I know you ask everyone, a guest on the program, that they have a life quote, but I know you have one too. So what is your life quote for a server's journey? So, you know, I don't know if this is the quote I used last time, but it's becoming one of my favorite quotes. Um, And here it is. It's outstanding leaders go out of their way to boost the self-esteem of their personnel. If people believe in themselves, it's amazing what they can accomplish. And that was by Sam Walton with uh, of Mm -hmm. the Walmart fame, uh, fame. Who always drove a dirty old pickup truck. That's right, yeah. Okay, now would you repeat that again for me? Sure, yeah. Outstanding leaders go out of their way to boost the self-esteem of their personnel. If people believe in themselves, it's amazing what they can accomplish. That's good. That's a good quote for everybody. And, and I hope you've enjoyed this edition of A Server's Journey. I do too, yes. Eddie, before you click us off, I just want to thank you for joining us here on A Server's Journey. That's right. And Eddie is the man behind the website, and he's pushing the buttons and so forth too here. So, <laughs> hey, hey. Did I interrupt you? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. Ahead. Remember, you need to subscribe to the podcast, and we appreciate those reviews that you're giving us. Yes, it, please it, give us more reviews. It's really an encouragement for us. And if you subscribe to the podcast, you do know you will be getting a server's journey on Tuesdays. Server's journey moment. A server's journey moment. Thank you. I took my eyes off the page, and there it was. As we mentioned earlier, our website has grown, and it's just like it's gone into overdrive, and we want to thank ACS Creative. So, Rocky, until next time, I'm your ever-faithful companion, Larry. That's right. You are my David Spade to Chris Farley. And I'm going to be Chris Farley because he's chubby. And Oh, hey, no, come on, come on. Thank you, thank you. I get that one. Hey, please, guys, if you don't mind, we'd love for you to go to our website. We'd love for you to listen to our stories and give us feedback on things that you like and don't like, things that you want us to improve or topics that you want us to delve into. And please rate and review us on all the podcast formats. Remember, guys, we're all on a journey, and Larry and I really believe that it's how you serve in that role, and that's why every week we take time out of our lives to do and share the server's journey. I'm Rocky DeStefano. We want to thank you for joining us, as together we learn to be better leaders.